The Korean Thrive Podcast, episode 161. The number one reason so many handmade businesses fail and three strategies to overcome it. Do you want to grow a thriving, profitable handmade business? My name's Jess Van Den, and I'm here to help you do just that. I took my own handmade business full-time in 2010, and since 2013, I've helped thousands of makers, just like you, create and grow successful handmade businesses. So, are you ready to thrive? Let's get learning. Hello, Thrivers. It's Jess here. Welcome to another episode of the show. It's lovely to be with you for another day. I am quite excited because I have a lot of stuff going on right now. One thing I'm most excited about is that in, I think, one or two weeks time, it is my 10-year bizversary. That is, it will be 10 years to the day since I opened my Etsy shop in 2008 and started this journey that I am on to the businesses and life that I am loving I opened my Feral Etsy shop and of course it is still going strong to this day alongside Create and Thrive. Uh, So yeah, I'm really excited about that. I've got a whole bunch of things planned for the celebration. I've got some, I'm making some limited edition earrings for a Feral that I want to get out to the world. And I've got a whole bunch of specials here happening on Create and Thrive to celebrate as well. Uh, If you're in the Thriver Circle, there'll be a whole bunch of stuff throughout October. Uh, But for everybody, the biggest thing I wanted, I really wanted to do something big. I wanted to do something that could help a lot of people and, you know, open access to stuff that people might not have been able to access in the past. And I thought the best way to do that was to give a big discount to my setup shop course, which I'm running starting October 1st, because it is Look, this course is why Create and Thrive exists. The course came first because I kept getting asked over and over again the same questions and I wanted to put it together in a system that people could work through not only the first time but over and over and over again. And I have so many ex-students, well, they're not ex-students, they're still current students, so many alumni of the course who come back and do it over and over again to tweak things or improve things or start a new business because it's a system that works. Over a thousand makers have taken Setup Shop over the last few years, and I want to get it out to more of you. I want more people to be able to take advantage of this system that will show you how to set up a stellar online shop. And so I decided to offer a 20% discount on the already very affordable price of Setup Shop. I have always charged $85 Australian plus GST if you're in Australia for this course, which is extremely low. And this is completely deliberate on my part because I wanted to get it out to as many people. I wanted as many people as possible to be able to afford it and use it and make their handmade business dreams happen. So 20% less than that is even more affordable and it's the cheapest the course has ever been and probably will ever be unless maybe on my 20th anniversary <laughs> I offer the same thing again. But yeah, that's what I'm doing. So I'm, I'm doing that big discount on Setup Shop. It's registration's open now. So if you do want to join us, uh, please head on over to createandthrive.com forward slash Setup Shop get access to a proven system to set up or revamp your online shop when you sell handmade beautiful creations so that's the biggest thing i'm doing i'm also excited because i'm about to go visit my bestie uh if you you probably don't know her, but if you are on instagram search for at bimble and pimble she is a soasaurus extraordinaire as she calls herself and um we've been very good friends since grade eight long time so yeah i'm gonna go nick and i are going down there to visit her and her husband and fur babies and i get to go to floriard which is a beautiful flower slash tulip festival i love tulips they're my favorite and you don't really see them in queensland very often and we're also stopping off in sydney briefly just for one day to do a photo shoot for an exciting project I've got coming up in the not too distant future, which you'll find out about in about a month's time. So that's exciting as well. And yeah, lots of stuff happening in my world at the moment. Lots of good stuff. So today I wanted to share this with you. Today's episode is actually um, the recording of a Facebook Live that I did. It's almost an hour long. 
yesterday, I did it yesterday, and it's all about the number one reason that so many handmade businesses fail. Fail to take off, fail to make progress, fail to get anywhere. And the three strategies you can use to overcome this problem and the pros and cons of these three strategies, because to be honest, some of them are better than others in certain ways. Some of them will save you time. Some of them will save you money. They'll all get you there in the end, but they're all different paths. So I talk about the different ways to overcome it. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Yes, that is what that's all about. But today, obviously, uh, I'm here to talk about this topic. Hello, Leanne. Hello, Karen. And this topic is what I think is a huge reason, one of the number one, well, possibly the number one reason, really, that so many handmade businesses fail or don't take off or don't get where people want them to be. Now, there are a lot of, obviously, a lot of elements that go into this, a lot of reasons why people's businesses don't get to where they want them to be, you know, time, um, in some cases, product, uh, but most cases not. So I wanted to talk about that today and I want to give you three, kind of actually four. I was thinking more about it on my walk this morning. I'm like, no, there's actually something else that's important as well that I hadn't mentioned. So we're going to talk about that in this training today. And hello, lovely people. Thank you for all the congratulations. I'm going to put my glasses on because I have <laughs> I have my whole list of stuff here and uh, you don't want me doing this the whole time, right? Okay, now I can see. All right, so what is this reason? What is the thing that gets in the way of people actually succeeding? And it's something I like to call uh, the what, why, how. It's the what, why, and how. That is what it is. So in other words, people don't know what to do, when to do it, or how to do it. So that is the reason that I I believe from, you know, working with people in the Thriver Circle elsewhere for years and years that really stops people making progress. And why is this? Okay, so let me take you on a journey. When I started Ethereal 10 years ago, I had eensy-weensy amounts of business know-how. I had more know-how about the internet because I'd been playing around with building websites and doing things on the internet for um, a decade uh, by that stage. So I was kind of comfortable with that. And I'd always had this dream sort of way back in the back of my mind that one day maybe I could figure out a way to make a living on the internet or from the internet, via the internet, how whatever you want to call it. But I never quite cracked it. Like back then, you know, there were the bl- blogging was really huge uh, and that's something I did and that was really successful for me. Uh, and But there was, you know, most of the sort of people who made money from the internet had big businesses, right? They had like the big dot-com and I know the, you know, the bust happened before that. Uh, but... You know, there was this slow, this slowly there was this thing coming through where ordinary people, you and me, who don't have, you know, experience or degrees in software development, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm not going to make, I'm not ever going to make the next Google because I have no idea about all of that stuff. But I do know some things and you know some things as well. But most of us who are in this space, in this handmade space, don't have a business background and we may or may not and a lot of us don't have really a grounding in the internet and internet marketing worlds as well and look I'll be honest with you there's a lot of stuff in the internet marketing world that it's kind of icky right like it turns you off it it, it it makes you kind of lean away rather than lean in and there was a lot of that happening back then there was kind of um a whole bunch of these things coming through and I was like, oh, I don't know, that doesn't feel authentic. It feels a bit uh, to, to me. And so I didn't really ever dive into that stuff. I kind of skirted around the outside and tried to figure stuff out for myself. And um, someone is getting happy. Thank you. <laughs> those thingies. So I had to learn all this stuff by myself. How did I do it? Okay, so uh, strategy number one and my bonus strategy is how I did it basically and I'm going to so I'm going to talk about that so strategy number one there's three ways to overcome this 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 lack of you know the what why how knowledge number one is Google YouTube and Pinterest in other words 
DIY searching for the right information. I like to call it the Google lottery. <laughs> We've all done it. We know how hard it can be to find the exact information we're actually looking for. But even more importantly, right, you don't know what you don't know. We, you know, If you don't know something, you don't know that you need to know something. How are you going to search for it, right? Like, so you're kind of stuck in this horrible space where you're just, you're getting inklings of little things or you're trying to problem solve. And usually that's what it comes down to, right? We, we are doing something, you know, how do I edit a photo? Mm, you know, uh, then I Google it or, you know, I, I look on YouTube videos, same sort of thing. I mean, Google and YouTube kind of synonymous really these days, aren't they? Um, or I look on Pinterest and I save, you know, things about how to do photos, how to edit a photo. And one person will say, do it this way, use Photoshop. Well, I can't afford Photoshop. I'm, you know, <laughs> bootstrapping. Someone else will say, use this pick monkey or whatever it is. But you might not know that there's a free program, an open source program out there that you can use that's exactly like, well, not exactly, but very close to Photoshop that you can download Unless somebody tells you, like, how are you going to know that's out there? So, <laughs> Leah's like, I have a master's in YouTube search and watch. I love it. <laughs> yeah, so how are you going to know that unless you stumble upon it, right? Uh, the one I'm talking about, by the way, is GIMP, G-I-M-P, funny name, good program. Um, yeah, and I sort of stumbled across that in my early days as well because I found a YouTube video that referenced it. I'm like, oh, what is this thing? So it's this... It's kind of like you've got a blindfold on in the dark and you're just like stumbling around and, and, and finding things and then you kind of pick the blindfold up and go, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I'll work out how to use that. And then you put it back down again and you keep stumbling along, right? Because you don't really know where you're going or how to get to where you're going. It's, it's quite difficult. But, you know, this is what I did, right? And it took me years. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating. It took me years to figure out all of the stuff I needed to know to get my handmade business somewhat successful. I mean, we, uh, I was doing it as a part-time hobby for about a year and a half, went full-time, and in that, like, I was literally spending 16-hour days pretty much every day of the week figuring this stuff out. Like, it was crazy. I was, I was investing so much time, and I had the time, like I had the luxury of that amount of time, but most people don't, right? You've got jobs and kids and things that are stopping you from being able to spend that much time. And so in the little bits of time you do have, you're just trying to problem solve. You're just like, what's the next problem I can solve? What's the next thing I can figure out? And working in these little piecemeal fashions. So this strategy, number one, it's great for problem solving. It's great for solving one focused problem. It is not great for strategy, right? It is not great for strategies, systems, or the big picture, because you're literally just, you're just lurching from one problem to the other and constantly in that state, right? Um, I do share it. Thank you, Leanne. Hello, Akimi. I'm loving to see all you people here. It's brilliant. All my favorite people, just quietly. Um, so, that is a problem, right? Because then you, all you're doing every, every single day is lurching from problem to problem and you never stop and actually do any big picture stuff like long-term vision, uh, long-term goals. What are the better, what are the good strategies for this? What are the good systems for this, right? And so that becomes over time, becomes really problematic because you're not moving forward, you're just kind of stumbling along, right? Another problem is that you have zero accountability. You, well, that's a lie. You have accountability to yourself, which is really the most important accountability there is, right? I think so. I also happen to be a very self-motivated person. Not everybody is. Some people need external motivation. In other words, they work better when someone else is going, hey, you need to do this, or is keeping them honest, right? Whereas Gretchen Rubin talks about this, if you haven't uh, heard about her four tendencies, you know, uh, what are they? There's an obliger, a rebel, um, what are the other two? <laughs> obliger, rebel, upholder, and something else. So I'm basically an upholder. Like if I decide, if I read now, this is a difference. Sometimes I kind of decide I want to do something and I don't do it because I haven't actually really made the decision. But when I decide that I want to make something happen, I make it happen. And I don't need someone else 
kind of keeping me accountable. But a lot of people do. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just the way you are. So this method, you don't have any external accountability. You, you know, you don't have anyone cheering you on. You don't have anybody giving you guidance. And that can be really difficult for a lot of people because then they never move forward and they just give up, right? Because it's like, well, it's too hard or it's too complicated or I'm not making progress. I'm not getting anywhere and I can't figure out why I'm not getting anywhere. And so they give up. So this happens a lot and I really wish, you know, it's why I do what I do, obviously, is to help people get past this. So another problem with this, you know, it's not the most efficient way to learn, obviously. Why? Because it costs you so much time, like so much time doing this. You have to figure out what you need to figure out. Then you need to find resources. Then you need to evaluate the resources. Is this person telling me the truth? Have they solved the actual problem I want to solve? Um, you know, are they, do they actually know what they're talking about? <laughs> like, have they actually done this thing that they're telling me how to do? So all of those things, you know, you have to spend time evaluating the source of your information. Uh, as someone who has spent a lot of time in university, <laughs> Uh, I know the importance of, you know, validating a source. So that is that issue. So that's strategy number one. It's not like none of these strategies, I hesitate to say they're not better than the other because I think some of them actually are better than the other, but it's a valid strategy. Okay, if you have no money and you have a lot of time, this is a valid strategy, uh, but it will cost you a lot of time. Because you make a lot of mistakes, lots of mistakes. Oh, my goodness. I don't even know how many mistakes. <laughs> I mean, I still make mistakes. Let's be honest. We all do. It's just a learning. It's a learning process. It's a learning journey. If you're not making mistakes, you're not actually trying. Okay. So it is. Oh, thank you, Jenny. That's very sweet. Um, so, yeah. But you make less using these other strategies. So the bonus tip on this one. The bonus tip on the DIY way of doing things is to use community, so free community. So Facebook groups, uh, forums like the Etsy forums or Teams, uh, you know, actually in person, you know, where you might be part of a guild or something, that probably costs you money, but going to a meetup or something, all of those are also awesome strategies because you're drawing upon the collective wisdom of your basically your colleagues of the larger community so these two things kind of go i think can go together you've got the number one so the the, the diy strategy with community is kind of how i did it like i was part of an amazing etsy team the dust team and honestly without those women i wouldn't be anywhere near where i am today like they taught me so much like bouncing off them i used we used to have like a a chat in the Etsy, not in the forum. It was like in the forums, but you like have a separate section. Like it was so long ago, but I was in there like almost every day uh, asking questions and talking with them. And that made such a huge difference because you got the support and also the guidance of people who were doing it before you. And I mean, that's where the idea for the Thriver Circle came from originally because I, that sort of died off um, and I really missed it. And I realized how important it was for me, for my development. And I wanted to create a space like that. So that's where the Thriver Circle really came from. So it's a great way to draw on the experiences of others. Um, there's a lot of stuff there. Now, there are some cons or caveats to this because it's general. I'm talking here about a public forum. So it's a public setting. It's, ah, oh, Hannah's skiving off at work. <laughs> joining us awesome it's a public setting and you don't really know the people generally speaking like you you don't have a personal relationship with them they're just some rando on the internet right um so this can cause problems for a number of reasons one don't ever 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 share private customer details on these platforms like i would even go as far to say don't don't check issues at all when it comes to customers. Now, why am I saying that? Because whatever you put out there on the internet publicly is available forever, right? So it can come back and bite you, okay? It could come back and bite you. Uh, a customer, a potential customer could see that and go, ugh, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to, 
work with this person who goes online and like whinges publicly about their customers like that's not a good look right um so don't do it on instagram and facebook and and stuff like that that's i mean that's my personal opinion that's how i feel about the situation like obviously there are gener um there are genuine grievances people have with customers but i don't think a public forum is the place to share it because you want to you want to be that positive uh person how you put yourself out there and how you put how you treat others and how you share yourself online is how people will get to know you and i think it's really important to be the bigger person uh and you know keep your business uh you know keep that good feeling about your brand right so especially in the etsy forums honestly just stay away from them <laughs> i'm not a fan of the etsy forums um the first few years I used them, but these days when I go there, I generally find that it's just people whinging about stuff and there's a lot of negativity and I'm just, I don't want to spend my time in that space. So that's not a space I'm comfortable with. There are some great Facebook groups out there. Um, so, you know, look to those. Karen's just said, great tip. It's all about customer client confidentiality too. Yeah, obviously, you, I mean, goodness, and don't ever share names and, and things like that. No, 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 no. But even just, you know, I understand people, you know, want to ask, has this happened to you? Like, that's a totally normal experience. You want to say, I've had this crazy situation with my customer. What do you think? I've never had that before. There's nothing wrong with that per se, but I personally would prefer to keep that in a private setting. So either in a private, like the Thriver Circle, you know, it's a private group, only members are in there. No one's going to take the screenshot and share it and no, no random person is going to come along and see it. Um, and it's a safe space for that sort of thing. Uh, if you have a space, safe space like that, a, a group of friends who you have coffee with, you know, those are all good places for that. So also, you know, obviously when people share in those groups, you don't ever take it as gospel because it's their experience. I see a lot of this is the way it is <laughs> sort of uh, talking in those sort of spaces. And I see a lot of people sharing untruths as well. Like one that drives me insane is, and I see this so often, new, a new Etsy seller will come along and say, I want to take a holiday, but I've heard uh, that if you shut your shop, you lose you know, your rankings and you lose everything and it's a big disaster and I'll never get any sales again. I see this so often. And every time I do see it, you know, there's so many people going, oh, yeah, yeah, mm -hmm, don't, you know, and I just jump in and go, no, that's rubbish. Like I've been running my Etsy shop for 10 years. I've taken three-month gaps of time off and then I open up and my sales start coming back in again. Sure, it might, you know, take a little bit of time to get right back up in the search, but you need holidays. You need to take a break. Like it's really important. <laughs> it's really important to take a proper holiday and not have to be constantly still watching your Etsy combos and dealing with, you know, issues. So that's something that I think is really important. Sherry, you'll be good. All right. So that's number one. Let's put that aside. If you have any questions, obviously you all know, ask away in the comments. This is why I'm doing this live rather than just a pre-recorded video because I want you guys to ask me any questions about this and so I can give you feedback. So please go ahead and do that. I'm just going to have a sip of my tea. Tea of choice, vanilla rooibos. It's very delicious. This is Robin's mug. Is she on here still? Yes, Robin. I love this mug so much. I bought it from her at the Finders Keepers. Uh, it's very pretty. Should I show you? It's got like little gold accents on the on the clouds. So pretty. All right. Let, moving on. Number two. Hire, find or hire a mentor or coach. That is strategy number two. I'm going to be completely upfront with you. I have never done this. I have never hired a coach in my entire business career. I have had people who I would call mentors to a certain extent. But I'm generally, let's, I'm going to be honest, I'm generally quite stubborn and I'm also quite confident in my ability to figure stuff out. And I think, you know, I think it's just part of my personality that I kind of get pride from that. So I, it's not something I've ever done or felt a deep need to do. However, 
that's not to say I never will. There might be a point, and you know, I've definitely considered it where I'm like, okay, if I just maybe I should just work with somebody for a period of time to sort of level up, learn a few strategies, try a few things that I haven't done before, uh, from and get that sort of outside perspective. It's not something I've done yet, but let's talk about why you might want to do it and why it might be a good strategy. I'm just going to catch up on the comments. Karen's just said there's a fine line between freedom of speech and, and defamation. Yeah. Uh, social media doesn't give us the right to sledge for sure. Uh, Leanne said the other big one is tracked postage. Oh yeah, you're stupid if you do send all your if you send all your international. Oh, is it don't? Sorry, I've got this minimized. I can't read the whole comment. Yes, the other big one. You're stupid if you don't send all your international packages with track shipping. We do not send our international packages with track shipping as standard, and we maybe lose two or three a year, and we send hundreds of them. But as far as I'm concerned, like I offer free shipping and we can because our jewellery is light and small and it's so worth it as far as I'm concerned because if everybody had to pay for track shipping, it's like another $20 and I'd rather just replace one or two orders a year that go missing than make my customers pay a lot more and maybe not buy from me. So it's, you know, it's, it's those business decisions you need to make. <laughs> Karen, a Taurus, you know, I don't, I don't put stock in astrology, but I am actually a Taurus. So it's quite funny. There you go. Um, all right. So mentor or coach, let's talk about that. This is awesome. If you want to develop a strategy and you need accountability, i.e. direct accountability. So if you want strategy and accountability, a coach or a mentor is a brilliant choice because that's someone there. They're, they're pushing you. They're directing you now obviously if they're a good coach they shouldn't just be saying do it this way they should be going okay what do you want like asking you questions a good coach or mentor asks you a lot of questions to draw out the answers from you they don't just tell you what to do uh, that's what a good teacher is as well as far as i'm concerned now the thing with this you'll probably still need to do the most of the knowledge gathering yourself because you're not hiring them to give you all the answers you're hiring them to help you figure out your strategy and your long-term vision goals whatever you'll still have to do a lot of google diy a google foo as we say so you know you'll have limited time with this person because let's be frank you're going to be paying them a lot of money generally speaking unless you can find a mentor who's happy to work with you for free so this support can be incredibly helpful, obviously, especially if you're uh, an obliger type person who really thrives with external accountability. However, you really need to make sure that you trust the person that you hire or work with. You need to know, um, do they teach or are they mentoring you or coaching you from a place of hard-won accountability? Uh, do they have industry experience in your industry have they done what you want to do and if you know if not you know they don't necessarily have to be have done exactly what you want to do but they really need to understand your industry they need to understand what the uh, the ins and outs of your particular niche like handmade selling that is not the same as selling info products okay because there are oodles like endless amounts of coaches um, out there who just make money by selling telling other people how to make money off info products okay and they might uh, not have the grounding and the background in the strategies i.e they haven't necessarily used them themselves so i think it's really important to choose somebody who is authentic and knowledgeable in your area in your niche your your industry so um, one small test I like to say that you should do if you're choosing somebody, if they say that success is guaranteed fast and or easy, run away. <laughs> run away in the other direction because they can't know that. They can't know that. Um, you know, nobody can say, that success is guaranteed for anybody you can't even say it's guaranteed for yourself so how can you tell someone else that success is 100 percent guaranteed if you do this thing it's rubbish and if i've ever said that please tell me because i really try to avoid saying those sort of grander statements because it's i just think it's it's giving people false hope and it's 
it's basically lying <laughs> and I'm not down with that. So, you know, there are people should say, if you follow these strategies, if you uh, learn from me and, you know, to use my guidance, chances are, and previous experience has shown me that people do move forward and, and become more successful when they do this thing. But it all comes down to you at the end of the day. You are the one who has to put the work in. And if you don't put the work in, success will never be guaranteed, right? There's no easy way forward. Um, Karen's just said, yeah, I'm so over the life coach movement and hear what you're saying. Yeah. So there's, it's that sort of thing. And, you know, I'm in that space as well. You know, I'm here teaching you. <laughs> so I'm, I'm part of that, uh, that educational space, but I've, I've, I don't call myself a coach ever and there's a reason for that. It's because I don't, that's not how I, I see myself. I see myself as a mentor and a teacher. You know, I want to be the person who, look, I'm, I'm done what you're, you want to do. I'm doing, still doing what you guys want to do. Uh, so I'm taking my hard-won experience and passing it on and using my teaching. You know, I have a Bachelor of Education and experience in education using the, the pedagogy, the tools, that the teaching tools that I learned to pass on that knowledge. But all a teacher or a mentor can do is, is offer that information and offer guidance. It's up to the student to take it up. It's up to the student to do the work. So, yeah, nobody can say that. And, and you know, people will say, oh, if you do every step of the program, then success is guaranteed. Still not the case. So success is in the application of the knowledge. So everybody's going to apply the knowledge differently. No one can give you a magic formula for success and there are no secrets. There's just stuff you haven't come across yet, right? Um, I hate that terminology as well. Find out the secret. <laughs> no, it's, I just haven't told you yet. It's not a secret. It's out there on the internet. If you stumbled across the right Google thing, it would tell you what this thing is. Okay, rant over. Let's move on. This is a great choice. However, it is usually extremely expensive. To hire a coach is usually really expensive. Um, they can cost thousands of dollars a month, thousands of dollars a session. Um, it's just, it's, it's kind of absurd. Like um, I won't name names, but I was listening to a podcaster who I do admire, but that person was saying that they, you know, got to the point where they were charging tens of thousands of dollars for like an hour of coaching um, now obviously they're working with millionaires and stuff so okay but it just it's crazy how much people will charge and pay for this sort of service so my thoughts are most of us in this industry handmade industry uh, we're not millionaires or if we are it's not because we've sold a lot of handmade stuff um, <laughs> you never you're never going to be a millionaire selling stuff you've made yourself by hand. If that is the if that is the box limit of your business, there is an upper limit to how much you can make and how much money you can make because you're selling products you're making with your two hands, right? So there's always going to be an upper limit. Therefore, in our industry, most people will struggle to afford uh, a coach or a mentor in, in that sort of scenario. If you can and it's something that you want to do, go for it. Do your due diligence, investigate, get to know. Use all of their free stuff first. Like if you're going to hire somebody, uh, go and you know listen to their podcast, read their blog, look on their social media, see that they're a person that you resonate with, that you, you know, really they feel good, you know, in your gut. It feels good to listen and work with this person and that is a good sign, you know, um, that is something that you need to make sure of. All right. Number three, and this is, you know, usually kind of my favorite middle road, and that is, you know, take a course. So rather than, um, you know, learning from Google filling it and DIYing it, or which, okay, so that number one takes you a heck of a lot of time. Number two, you know, using a mentor or a coach to guide you, that costs you a heck of a lot of money. <laughs> Number three is the middle road. So it's find somebody who's teaching a course or uh, a workshop or a conference, something like that where you get information packaged in a system. So you want to learn about a specific 
wet thing. You want to learn how to do a specific thing. And instead of cobbling the bits together yourself, you go and you invest a bit of money in buying a course from somebody who fulfills all of the, the requirements that I talked about in number two. You know, you trust them, they are authentic, they know what they're talking about, uh, and they uh, will give you the knowledge. So a good course does two things. It gives you strategy and systems and it gives you the actual knowledge. So it gives you the what and it gives you the when and it gives you the how. So it should tell you what you need to do, when you need to do it and how to do it. So that is that is what a good course will do. It'll, it'll guide you through those things. By the way, have we got any other comments or questions on number two? I haven't seen anything pop up, but please do pop them in there for me if anything comes to mind and I will check it. So courses, all right. So they tend to save you time, which is really valuable. And if you find a good one, they are generally a reasonable amount of money. Now, there is also a, a lot of people out there who are charging what I think is frankly ridiculous amounts of money for courses. You know, it's not university. To be frank, universities are charging a ridiculous amount of money for their courses, right? So, um, but you don't, you know, if you're doing, if you're going to university, you come out of it with a degree, you know, something, some ob somewhat objective piece of paper that, you know, really matters in the world. Whereas when you do a course for thousands upon thousands of dollars, you don't get any sort of outside validation or any outside um, benefit for that. The only benefit is what you get out of it. Now, I'm not saying that all those courses are bad. I'm just saying that there are a lot of people offering them who perhaps they're charging that much because they let's be, I'm going to be honest with you they're charging a lot of money for them because they spend a lot of time in the infopreneur internet marketing space where all of the people pretty much are selling information to other infopreneurs and they can afford to charge and or uh, pay that amount of money for these courses because they're going to recoup that money quite quickly if they do it right. For those of us in the handmade industry, it's going to take us a lot more time to recoup that money, generally speaking, and a lot more effort because we have to make the products and, and list the products and sell the products and go to the markets and get the wholesale. You know, it's, it's a lot harder for us to make that money quickly per se. So that's something to consider, and I think it's a different, a different market. Akimi's just said, I haven't even thought about seeking a mentor as you and the circle members are my mentors. Yes, that's what I want to hear. It means I'm doing it right and we're doing it right. That's because we're an awesome community um, and that's because of you guys. So, um, right, so let's go back. Beware, just beware of those expensive courses. Uh, are they really worth the cost? They might be. Um, read reviews and testimonials. It, Google the course. Don't don't just read the reviews and testimonials that the course person is giving you. <laughs> Actually, do a bit of research and um, you know look up. Google the course. See what other people are talking. See what they're saying about it. Uh, people might have written blog posts. They might have done YouTube reviews. They might have done reviews elsewhere. And get the get the real pros and cons of of the course and decide if it's going to give you the return on investment, the value that it's offering, that it's saying it's going to offer. Um, yeah, check the course hashtag on social media as well and see what the students are saying about it. Because generally speaking, you know, it's probably it's probably run before, it's probably not brand new. So um, that aside, courses are awesome because they are solving a problem for you but in a larger sense. So they're not just solving one tiny little problem. They should be giving you a system to run part of your business, okay? So they should be giving you a system that allows you to run a certain part or all of your business more effectively and efficiently, saving you time and saving you money in the long run, right? That's why you do it. So when you buy a course, you're not just buying the content of the course. Let's be honest. The content of pretty much every single course that exists in the world is on the internet. You can Google it and find the content. It's not a secret. Nobody 
Nobody's teaching stuff that only they know. They're teaching stuff that they have figured out. They've, they've figured it out uh, in a way that works for them and they figured it out, hopefully, they understand their students in a way that it's going to work for their students and they teach it in a way that will work for their students. So you're not buying the content per se, you are buying the experience and the expertise of your teacher. So that is what you're really buying. You're buying their knowledge packaged in a way that'll work for you. So um, just catching up on messages. Oh, Sherry, thank you so much. That's very lovely. <laughs> you guys are awesome. Um, yeah, so Karen's just said, I'm very selective about what info I choose to pay for. Most of them I've researched lose me in the sales pitch. I really look for practical, no-nonsense, and less flashy, the better for me. Yeah, I'm exactly the same. I actually, I buy very few courses. I'm very selective. Um, the way the info is presented makes a huge difference in whether I understand how to implement it. That's very true, Jenny. That's another, actually, that's a really important point that I hadn't thought to talk about, but let's talk about that briefly. How do you learn? What's your learning style? Do you learn best by watching? Do you learn best by listening? Do you learn best by reading? Do you learn best by doing? So are you a kinesthetic learner? We all have different learning styles. And it's important that you understand what your learning style is. I learn well by reading and listening. So, you know, with lectures, I used to always like going to lectures because then I'd listen to what my lecturer was talking about. And that's why I love podcasts. I like listening, but I love reading as well. So I'm kind of got a few things going on there. But generally speaking, we have a learning style that works better for us. So make sure that the course is being presented in a way that works for you. So for example, set up shop, which I'll talk about at the end. Um, the I do, it's a it's a written course, so all the information is presented via email. Um, lessons, so written lessons, and then I do I'm going to do some Facebook lives as well. But the reason I did it that way now, I I mean, I first wrote the course like five or six years ago, and that was pretty much how people did courses back then. Nowadays, there's a lot of video. A lot of people do video courses. And there's nothing wrong with that. But as a learner, I really like having everything written down for me so I can easily reference it. Like if someone's got a video, I can't just, I'm like, where did they say that thing? Like I have to skip through and look for it. But if it's written down, I can just scan it and go, oh yeah, that's that's that thing. So that's why I um, I did it written, in a written format. And, you know, I think a lot of people work from that. But also I do the podcast because podcasting, and that was a deliberate decision too for you guys because makers you can listen while you're working you don't have to stop and read a blog post right so all of these as a teacher those decisions are deliberate but also as a learner so look for courses that teach in a style that works for you okay um leanne's a watch and do yep uh and jenny said much small business advice feels so vague yeah it does because they just a lot of them are just regurgitating what they've heard from someone else rather than actually implementing it okay so Going back to my list, where are we up to? Okay, so I think I've talked about that. Yeah, so the content is always going to be available somewhere on the internet for free, just not all in the one place and not in a way that's easy to absorb, right? Look for courses that teach you systems and strategies, so the how, what, and when as well as what. I've already talked about that. Uh, okay, so it's hard to know what you're looking for. When you use strategy number one, it's hard to know what you're looking for, right? Because you don't know what you don't know. Uh, and you can end up missing really crucial information that could have saved you an awful lot of heartache and headaches and drama because you just don't know that you don't know it or you don't know that it's there or that it exists, right? Um, oh, thank you, Ross. Ross just said, I love Setup Shop as I, I like Setup Shop as I still re refer back to the emails. And that's the other thing, like these courses where they're like, you have six months access and then it's going away. I don't know. Like I, I think if I'm paying for information, I want it to be there forever, right? So I can refer back to it because I, I don't necessarily get everything out of a course the first time. Um, and you know, totally, totally putting my hand up on this. So, you know, with your year to thrive, people sign up to the Thriver Circle and they get the your year to thrive lessons. Um, they still have the lessons because I send them by email, but they don't necessarily have access to all the links anymore. You know, so there you go. But with Setup Shop and pretty much all my other courses, you get all the content and you have it because I want people to be able to reuse it, right? 
Um, yeah, Robin said, a visual kinesthetic learner. Look then, lock it in by doing. Yep, actioning is very important. Awesome. So look at the experience. When you're going to do a course as well, look at the experience your teacher is offering you. Uh, does it allow you to interact with your classmates? How much, how will the content be delivered as we've just talked about? Do you get actual feedback from your teacher? How and when do you get feedback from your teacher? Uh, all of those sorts of things are really important to know because, you know, you might really want that one-on-one -on -one direct feedback. You might want the chance to do it with other people. So all those things are important. So choose a course, excuse me, that gives you at the experience you want as well as the content you need. Those two things are both really important. Okay, so let's just recap briefly. Number one, DIY Google Foo um, or Google Lottery costs you a lot of time, saves you money. Number two, mentor or coach saves you a lot of time, costs you a lot of money. <laughs> Number three, a good course saves you a lot of time, shouldn't cost ridiculous amounts of money. It should be generally, you know, something you can swing. So that is basically what I wanted to talk about today, the three strategies. Um, I'd love to know, those of you watching, which one of those you're currently using, which ones you've tried in the past, and which one you think you're going to use going forward or a combination of them. So do share that with us in the comments now. Um, and to, to, to finish up before I talk about the setup shop special, I just want to say this is something I like to repeat again and again because I think it is really important to realise this. And that, you know, time is life. And when you exchange money for something, You've spent your time earning that money. Therefore, you're actually, you're actually spending life. You're actually spending time that you can never get back. Time is the most precious resource we have. There is no getting it back. You can't earn any time back. We have one life. We have limited time. And we need to you know, be aware of that and that when we are spending money, we're actually spending our life. So is this thing that you want to spend money on worth a little sliver of your life? And if it is, because it's going to make your life better going forward, then awesome. But I always like to think about that when I make a big purchasing decision. I'm like, is this worth a bit of my, how much of my life is this worth? How many hours would I have to work to earn the money? It costs me to buy this thing. And that's a really, uh, for me, a really kind of uh, sobering, I guess, realization. I'm like, okay, well, is it worth it? And if it is, awesome. If it's not, they made a movie about that, did they? What is the movie? <laughs> this is like something I've literally come up with by myself. <laughs> uh, so Belinda said, where are we? I'm gonna maximize this now because I finished with my notes. Belinda's online course and Googling, Ros says, I've done one and three and use each depending on what I want to know. And he's doing the Google. I had a mentor, but it wasn't the right time to make the best use. Yeah, that's an interesting, like sometimes it can't be, the, it's not the right time. I've done the courses as and when I'm able to get the most out of them. Helen's like, uh, currently first and feeling lost and overwhelmed. Now I'm looking to the, yeah, man, this is a huge issue. When you are doing number one, you can, you can just get, so overwhelmed by the um, sheer amount of content that is out there, the sheer amount of information that's coming at you from so many different directions. And it can get to that point of just like, it's like a, a tsunami of information and you just can't take it in and you don't know what to take in. So yeah, I totally understand that. I've been in that situation. Sometimes you just have to run away from it because it's so overwhelming. <laughs> So, yes. Um, any course recommendations for best use of time in business? Ooh. Well, I would say, I wouldn't say courses. I, I didn't talk about books per se. Uh, a book is kind of a similar thing, you know, but it's kind of a course without the course, the, the active element. You know, books are brilliant. So going and, and reading a book about a topic is also a really awesome way of doing this. 
So best use of time, I can recommend uh, things like the seven habits of highly effective people. Um, you know, in the Thriver Circle, I've obviously got a workshop on this exact topic where I talk about a whole bunch of different time management uh, strategies. So, yeah. All right. So I think we've summarized all that. We've got one, two, and three. Google DIY, uh, course at Coach or Mentor, invest in a good course. So those are your three options. I, I really can't think of any other options. So it's pretty much what you've got to choose from. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with the combination either. Like I do number one and three all the time. That's basically how I've built my business, a lot of number one. <laughs> Probably way more than I really should have. But, um, yeah, a lot of number one. But that is... It's a valid thing, but it takes so much time. So number three, courses as well. And that's why I offer courses. And that's honestly, that's where Setup Shop came from. It literally came from me learning all of this stuff, blogging about it uh, for years, and people coming to me constantly saying, how did you do this? How did you do that? How did you figure this out? What's the next step after that? And I just got to the point where I was like, I need to put all this together. Like there is a system that you can go through to do this properly and people keep asking me about parts of it but they're not getting the, the whole picture. They're not getting this the, the beginning to end, like do this, then this, then this, in this order uh, that I've discovered works well, like these things build on these things and so on and so forth um, and that's where Setup Shop came from for me. So that's what I want to talk about today, the celebration of my 10-year Biziversary coming up very soon. I was thinking and I'm like, what am I going to do? What, how am I going to, I want to celebrate this somehow. I want to do something big um, that's, you know, more than I would normally do. And those of you who've been around for a long time know I don't do many sales or specials. It's just not, it's not something I'm, I do. I don't want to really have it as part of my business, uh, you know, because I, I already, as far as I'm concerned, I already charge very reasonable amounts for the stuff that I sell. I, I am not someone who charges thousands of dollars for courses just because I feel like I want to serve as many people as possible whilst I'm making a living. Let's be honest, it's it's how I make my living. Uh, so I wanted to do something that was a little bit bigger than what I would normally do. And so I'm giving 20% off the cost of Setup Shop for anybody who signs up this class, which starts on October 1st. I don't think I've ever given this much off this course before and I probably won't ever give this much off the course again um, because it's already a very affordable course. The The cost is 85 Australian dollars plus GST if you're in Australia, if you're an Australian resident. Um, but with 20% off, that's a lot cheaper. <laughs> so that is what I wanted to do because I really just wanted to give back um, and share that system with as many people as possible. We've had over a thousand people take the course so far over the last however many years it's been. And I just want to get it out to more and more and more people because I have so much amazing feedback from you guys who've taken the course, who constantly tell me how much of a difference it made and that you just keep going back and using the information over and over again. And that makes me so happy to hear because that's what I want it to be. You know, I wanted it to be a system that you go back through and work through again and again to improve things. So that's what I'm doing. 20% off to anybody. There is a small catch, of course. You have to be one of two things. You have to be one of my Thriver Circle peeps. If you're in the Thriver Circle, you get this discount. Uh, the code, when you log into the circle, the code is on the, the, the landing page. I've got it right there for you. So go log in and grab it right now if you want to sign up. Uh, it's over at createandthrive.com forward slash setup shop, the course, if you want to know more. And number two, you have to be on my, my CNT update mailing list. So if you're not on the mailing list, just head on over to createandthrive.com um, and there's lots of places you can enter your email and join the mailing list. Anywhere on the site that you, it says join the list, pop your email in there. And you, once you confirm, because I have double opt-in, so you'll get a little, do you really want to subscribe and say yes, then you'll get another email. And in that final welcome email, the code for the discount is right there now for you. So if you want to join us for this class of Setup Shop starting on October 1st and you want to get this, take advantage of the celebratory 20% discount I'm offering, uh, please do. I'd love to see you in the course. 
I'm just going to catch back here. Uh, Leanne said, I have and still do all three. I've done plenty of Google YouTube searching. I've done a few courses, the NEIS, and I have a mentor on and I have a mentor and an awesome community of makers I can bounce things off, Jess, and a Thriver Circle. <laughs> uh, Akimi said number one, based on the recommendation. Yes, 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 yes. This is a really good point. Akimi's just said doing number one based on recommendation saves time. And that's where having a mentor or a coach, you know, they can go, well, go look this up. Or, you know, if you're in the Thriver Circle or a community like that, uh, people will say, hey, I found this resource or whatever. So that can definitely save things. Um, <laughs> Karen said this group as in the Thriver Circle is my mentor <laughs> I'm not very mentorable either too stubborn and self-guided at the end of the day I'm responsible for my own progress yes and Karen's just said uh, setup shop's awesome I'm still referring back to it yay so I really do hope um, that if you want to set up a successful Stella online shop for your handmade goods that you do uh, join us for Setup Shop. Obviously, you know, it's running live from October, uh, all throughout October. But if you've never, you know, if, you, if that's not even, if that's not like perfect timing for you, what you need to know is that you'll have the information forever and that in the future when I run the course again and I run it twice a year, so I run it sort of in February, March time and then sort of September, October time, uh, every year that you can just come and retake the course with us you know you'll be in the Facebook group you can work through the lessons uh, you can talk to me again so there's options to come back and retake the course or work through the course as many times as you like in the future so yeah if, it, if the timing isn't perfect for you I still highly recommend get it now because it'll never be this cheap again <laughs> so take advantage of that definitely um, Oh, thank you, Robin. Robin's just said this, the Thriver Circle is great for discovering things you don't know about all sorts of tricks to run your handmade biz. I'll just clarify because we've been talking about the circle because most of us here now are members. Um, but if you don't know what it is and we're like, what, the, what is this Thriver Circle thing everybody keeps talking about? It's not Setup Shop. Okay, so Setup Shop is a course that I run, standalone course. The Thriver Circle is my membership community and educational hub for makers. It's been running for over three and a half years. We've got hundreds of amazing people in there who are supportive and positive. Honestly, it's such a lovely community. And I'm so thankful to every single one of you who was a member of that community because you make it special and awesome. And it wouldn't be anything without you. It'd just be there, me talking by myself <laughs> into the void. <laughs> so thank you. Thriver Circle members for being such wonderful, supportive people and uh, for being part of that community as well. So, okay, thank you for being here. Do you have any follow-up questions for me while you've got me hanging out? Ask them away. Ask them away? Ask away in the comments. Happy to answer. I'm happy to hang out for another five minutes. So, oh, my goodness, it's been like an hour. Holy moly. Thank you all for sticking with me. I can see that, like, we've had a consistent lot of people here the whole time. You guys are amazing. Um, yes. And if you enjoyed this training, please share it. So share it in Facebook. You can take the link of the video and share it wherever. So share it in Facebook groups if you think it will be helpful for people. Share it on Instagram or mention it. Um, chuck it in a mailing list, whatever. Please just share it with um, your fellow makers and hopefully it will help them as well. <laughs> Leah's like, oh, my God, I've been in the Thriver Circle for three and a half years. <laughs> Yes, you're one of my amazing foundation members. There's still a few of you around, which is amazing, and I love you guys. Thank you so much, everybody. You guys are fantastic. I love you. Thank you for hanging with me. I hope you got stuff out of this, you know, a, a bit more thought processes going on, like, oh, yeah, well, do I want to do this? Do I want to do that? Yes, no, whatever. Uh, and I will be around obviously on Instagram you can find me at create and thrive on Instagram and also at just van den for my personal account and that's where I do sort of a bit more behind the scenes of my life personal stuff uh, if you're curious about that sort of thing um, uh, yes Karen this is a pub so this is 
a public video available to anybody. It's not a, it's not a private Thriver Circle video, so it will be available to everybody on the Create and Thrive page. Thank you so much, everybody. Bye. Thank you so much for being here, Thriver. I am honored that I get to talk to you every single week about handmade business and that you trust me to be your mentor and guide through this journey, on this journey, through all of the ups and downs, the things that we have to learn, all so many things that we have to learn. So thank you for being here. Uh, If you do enjoy the show, please, I invite you to subscribe if you haven't already. And I'd love to hear from you. Let me know. Get in touch. I'm at Create and Thrive. Or leave a review of the show and tell me which episode was your fave and why. Or tell me what you'd like me to talk about. What, What sort of things would you like me to cover? Tell me who you'd love to hear me interview on the show. I have a whole bunch of good interviews coming up for you. But yeah, I'd love to hear from you. And thank you so much for being here. If you enjoyed the show too, please do share it. Take a screenshot of this episode, share it on your Instagram stories so that more makers can take advantage of the three something years of content, of free content I've got available on this podcast to help them on their making journey. Thanks so much, Thrivers. I'll be back again next week and bye for now.